and welcome back to the Lamplighter Way. We have another great episode, hopefully, which should be with uh, myself and Ryan Kirkpatrick here in the studio. We are going to talk about a very relevant topic right now that we talked about right before this. And we said, you know, we need to, we've, we've got some people that need to hear from us and maybe others can learn from this Instagram too. influencing, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm doing your model pose right now. Working on it. Um, but we titled this, you know, did I miss the boat to buy a house? Because I think that's actually been the common question that people have been thinking literally for the last two years, two or three years that missed the boat. Did I miss the boat? Did I miss the boat? And even right now we've got, you know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit high level about state of the market with interest rates and inflation. We're not going to spend all that much time on it because a lot of people are hearing that that are in this business, but what can we glean from that? What can we glean from the um, past few months and the trends, if there are any, and let's give a forecast for the rest of the year. Let's, let's give a prediction. Let's give a forecast. And we want to address two main buckets of people here today. First of them is the first time home buyers that this is the only market they know. Maybe they need other contexts. Maybe they need other advice. Uh, maybe something we say resonates. And then two, the move ups. So people who have bought a house, maybe they bought a few years ago and they're ready to move up. They've got a new, a bigger family um, or they just want more space. And maybe they bought I don't know, 15 years ago, and they're ready to move up. So uh, those are the two buckets. So let's let's talk about it, Ryan. Give me kind of a 30-second, one-minute update on inflation, uh, unemployment, et cetera, and what, what do we need to know from that? Yeah, I can't believe rates have gone up to 17, 18% now. Uh, <laughs> Fed just came out today, and, yeah. which, by the way, they're not, <laughs> Bad always, luck, guys. They're not always correlated. Our lenders <laughs> will, will be mad if we don't say right. that. They're not always correlated, but they can be yes. at, at, at times. So- yeah, rates are six and three quarters. The Fed came out, uh, said actually inflation looks like it seems to be taming. It was the, the lowest increase in, I think, three years mm -hmm. from 2021. So two years. Uh, not quite there to the 2% target, but they're at 4%. They're not far away. So what does that mean? Quick nerd talk for the rates, at least, uh, if you're looking to buy a home, is as far as supply and demand, they're close. They could raise rates a little bit. They probably won't, but they may it's all going to be pretty negligible within the place we are now. So we do also believe that rates will settle down eventually, but we're going to talk a little bit about why that actually doesn't matter. And this isn't, this isn't to be absolutely clear. This isn't uh, Hey, you know, we need deals. So work with us now. Uh, that couldn't be farther from the truth. You know, we're, we are locked in. We are doing a lot of work. So we're here to serve you if it's the best and highest use for what you need to do. But at the end of the day, uh, we also, that is actually in line with with the sincere truth from our position. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the two sides of a coin on, okay, well, if rates go down, this is what happens. If rates stay the same or go up, this is what happens. And so, yeah, we'll jump into that. Um, talking about what, what you were saying, Kevin, about move ups versus first time buyers, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a market that you do want a professional to be able to, you know, Help lead you, you the right way and have the muscles trained where they can say, right. Hey, look, here's the light at the end of the tunnel. But also the guardrails, you know, I, I think right. that's something that you and I do pride ourselves on in, in a way that we will serve as long as needed for that person or that family. And so we will tell them, Hey, and I've told people recently, don't buy that house. In fact, one of the ones we're under contract right now, mm -hmm. we're under contract on a fantastic home for this client. 
but it's, just a, two, it's a unicorn, man. I'm excited for that. But one. just two houses ago, right. you know, I told them, I said, Hey, this is our threshold. Somebody's 15 grand higher than that, higher than us. I think they're going a little bit crazy emotionally. So mm-hmm. let's hold off. There's another one coming. So yeah. don't get discouraged. <clears throat> Inventory is still going to be out there, even though it's low, but let's talk about, yeah, the, you know, forecast for the, for the rest of the year. And, and when you're, when you're a first time home buyer versus a move up. So where is all this money coming yeah, where's from? The money That's coming what people from? ask us. And there's times like individual, like, we don't know. I mean, like, we kind of do, but and they're qualified, they've got right? cash. So it, it is kind of wild. Um, and that goes real briefly back to unemployment, unemployment being just, I mean, pretty low still, uh, under 4%, I think 3.7 is what I recently read, but you know, the lender partners that we work with, they're, they're kind of saying, Hey, 5% is really where it needs to be to start feeling some relief. Um, unfortunately that means that people lose their jobs, unemployment raises, but we need that for the greater good of our economy. And so, you know, that, that's something that we watch closely. Money is still out there. Hence people are still spending it and interest rates are still historically pretty good. So, um, good point. you know, first time home buyer, they don't know anything about this market right now and they're constantly getting discouraged. I know I have clients that I've worked with for over a year, you as well. And you know, what we're continuing to preach and what we're seeing here is, you know, they might be at their cap. You know, they might be like, hey, we can no longer afford this. And you know what? That is okay. Right. Come to that realization and go learn how to, or go go figure out how to save or, or try to readjust your plan, get creative. Because uh, that's reality for a lot of people right now, unfortunately. But if you're willing to stay in the game and have endurance long enough, you will find something. Mm-hmm. You will find something and trusting, you know, an advisor that you have, hopefully it's us um, on the real estate side, but I have seen it pan out for those that continue to run the marathon. Right. Cause we, you know, we won't give up on you. We never right. give up on our circle. Yeah. So sometimes that can, I mean, we do have stories where we have worked with clients for over a year. Yeah. Uh, we've never, we will never quit on you. And that's important for you to know because this is, uh, this is, can be a very challenging process. It's emotional, yeah. you know, it's just going to be part of that, which we, you know, again, our muscles are trained for that. So moving forward, we're having a career year right now. Um, lots of houses slinging yeah. <laughs> back and forth. Real uh, quick, before we move yes. on, what I, what I do want to say to the first time home buyer right now is it's the feeling of that. I have to bite the bullet at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the emotional struggle that I can relate with personally with buying a house. We had to bite the bullet. We paid what I felt like as a premium, but I knew if you're going to hold it for the long term, you're going to be fine. Don't buy for a house for just to live in it for a year. And I know we need to talk about the stock market comparison to real estate briefly here. Um, but find the time where you're willing to bite the bullet is where I would. And it's always going to, you're always going to feel like you're biting the yes. bullet. I have a, a good friend of mine who is moving up to a very expensive home, yeah. multi-million dollar home. And he's still- talking 40 or 50 million. Which, which house is that in Dallas? Uh, yeah. One day. <laughs> if, if, if that happens. Maybe LA. Kirk, going to take a couple of weeks off of vacation. I'll get you on I'll be back. selling Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Straight lane. No, uh, but e- even there, it's, it's the same, it's the same psychology. It's just, there's yeah. always going to be some, some fear that goes in that decision and fear of like, ah, am I, am I, can I live my life in the monthly payment? And that's yeah. really where your, your focus should be. All this other stuff can be noise and distraction. Um, reality is, is you know, to share a strong opinion, if you can buy and you're looking to buy and you're not buying right now, you're, you're, doing, gonna get it, worse. you're doing it wrong. It's yeah. Gonna and hurt. you sh- and you should purchase because real estate is one of these things that our whole entire 
United States economy is built on on purpose. It's intentional. It's not speculative. Uh, it's not like day trading in the stock market. It's illiquid enough that you're not going to go do something in a flash and and then lose a bunch of money because there's man- manipulation going on behind the scenes per se. Our whole economy is built on the bank loaning you money and you paying it back at an interest rate. And that's how the wheels go round. So that's why real estate will continue to rise. And that's why our grandparents paid 30 grand for their house. And now that house is worth, you know, 800. Yeah. And it is going to fluctuate. And, you know, if you bite the bullet and you feel maybe some instant regret, maybe the the market looks rougher, you know, Mm -hmm. a few months after you've got to be able to put that away mentally and don't buy, don't, don't buy. If you're only going to buy for a year or two and constantly look at it, just like when people buy stocks for right. the long term and they're not the day trader, they're not the savvy stockbroker, which is still extremely difficult statistically. Mm-hmm. They are, you need to just set it, forget it, enjoy your home right. and look up in five years and you'll be all right. And we can say that pretty confidently in DFW. I can't say that for other markets. I'm not familiar with them. I'm not going to try to, but I know for DFW with the influx, it's just, I, I will, I will, put everything on the line for it um, right. personally right? And, and my reputation. So yeah, well, we feel, feel the same and we have to give strong opinions and counsel in the moment because it's, it's a, it's a lot going on for, uh, for a buyer. It doesn't matter even if you're buying your second home or your third home, it's, yeah. it's still something that, that uh, you don't do every day. So well, scared money don't make money yeah. right, is what they say. And at the same time, you know, if you buy it in these interest rates, they feel like they're high at the yeah. moment. You buy and you sit and then those come back down and then your neighbors decide that they want to sell and interest rates are down and everybody's going 30, 40, 50 grand over. You're able to sit back and look at that as instant equity in the house and you don't have to be in the frenzy. And and that's and that's that is a very well uh, spoken picture of the DFW market specifically as well as we have a low inventory problem. We will continue to have a low inventory problem. So the way that's alleviated is by a lot more inventory coming to the market. Even though we're reaching more balance now, that's the issue is that the market's actually incredibly efficient. So if you are thinking without somebody who is more in on the pulse and more experienced in the market that, Hey, when rates come down, that's when I'll jump in. Well, there's a ton of people doing the same thing and it is, it is like lightning. Just like the stock market Mm -hmm. where, yep. You know, people, as it's going down, 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 everybody wants to sell. They don't Mm -hmm. want it to dip. And the ones historically that have done well have seen that that trim will bounce. Right. And they buy. And that's how the wealthy make their money. Yes. And so, yeah, if I'm if I'm looking and I'm putting myself in the the position of a buyer, I'm buying now. I, you know, it would be foolish not to be buying now. If you had the means. Yeah. 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 If that's what we're trying to do, there would be zero you know, zero things holding me back to be purchasing now. And yeah, I wouldn't be happy. I'm not, I'm not happy as a buyer. No one is I'm like, gosh, I got to pay 300 grand more now for this. But you, yeah. you have to see this as, uh, what inflation does. And then real estate is a hedge of, I'm sorry, a mirror of inflation. So, uh, that is a protective measure for you going forward. And yes, there's going to be continued supply. I'm sorry, supply issues and lots of demand. So going through the second half of the year, we're going to continue to see things be strong. Yes. So thank you for listening. I hope this is helpful. Please reach out to us. We are available by phone text. It'll be in the show notes. We are always having these conversations pretty much daily. So if you ever need a pulse check or want to just text us, call us, we're open to that. Um, Share this with your friends, anybody that might be interested in hearing something like this. And to answer the question, did you miss the boat to buy a house? No, you did not. In fact, 
it, it, there's opportunity. Yeah. And just to be clear, I, a house purchase is a far wiser investment than a boat purchase. So <laughs> just, just to make but sure everyone understands. My father-in-law always said, and he heard, he heard from everybody else, you know, the, the best day and yep. was it the worst <laughs> and best day is when you buy a boat and you sell a boat. Yep. Like just never owning it. Yeah. 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 It's just that uh, I've, I've seen it. My dad, my dad a is a boat collector. I still want a boat. Yeah. I'll settle for some jet skis maybe down the road. That lake life. Well, yeah. And, and for sure, uh, it's, uh, you know, once you get to that wealth and you can go by the boat, it's because you've made these good, good purchases up front. And this is what we get to see behind the sure. scenes, uh, you know, yeah. for clients. So yeah, again, just to wrap up with exactly what, with our heart to yours, you know, yes, go find somebody. We'd love to have a BS, but go find somebody who can provide you wise counsel, who's totally connected to the market, understands the fluctuations. And then the second thing I would just say uh, to pin it would be live life in the monthly payment. So yeah, being a little uncomfortable with the monthly payment is one thing, but that's where you can simplify and say, hey, can we afford this monthly payment? Then things should grow from there. Bite the bullet. when Yes. You d- bite it sooner rather than later. Yeah. Would be my... My advice. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everyone. We will see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Oh,